0: Where do you work? In the car? Where do you are.
1: for geocache talk whether you are at work in the car or wherever you are we hope you enjoy this show about the great sport of geocaching if you're watching live on youtube you can be part of the adventure tonight in the chat room and participate with others as they watch the show if you are listening later please give it a like and subscribe on your favorite podcasting app so that you can get all of the weekly geocache talk goodness
2: all right big thanks to the travel bugs for the music if you're listening to the audio Side of things, and our featured patrons: Just B, Baker Six Clan, Little Black Dog, Irish Allen, R Cool and PJ Cool Seven Eleven, Lady Black Cat, Rar Two Eighty Five, Chihuahua Jill, R and M Cashers, Cal Running, and our new patrons: Logwork, Mika Put, and TTO Two. If you'd like to become a patron, click on the Become a Patron link on the front page of the Geocache Talk website, or you can go over to Patreon, patreo com forward slash Geocache Talk for more details. Patrons get the famous blackout coin. Mean that one? That one. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. If you've been around a while, you could get the green one, but that's gone. Oh.
3: Oh, you right. even warned me we were going to show that one off today. Yeah,
2: <laughs> sorry. And if you were part of the leader board, you got the. Ooh, oh, you're just
3: showing them all off then.
2: Sparkly, I got them in front of me, so I just grabbed them. <laughs> that's
3: okay. I love it. that one. I think yeah. extreme, that one's going to be like, hey, why didn't I get one of those? Well, that's yeah, one's really. Over. That was yeah. extremely. Not only is it limited, it's done. It's like, done. there's no more gold that's ever going to be printed. So.
2: Nope, that's it. It's It's kind of like that the green one, been done and gone. So yeah. Uh, yep. So, um, uh, blackout coins, we still have some other geocaching items during the year, as well as bonus content, mm-hmm. invites to special events only for patrons. Support level start at as little as bison tube level, which is just three dollars a month. So, you the, get all the, the good news.
3: Is we got a lot of patron stuff coming up. We've been working we some other stuff behind the scenes, so we haven't been able to do as much of that stuff lately. but. It's time again. So yeah,
2: we're gonna do some some exclusive shows. Uh, we've got a lot of other ideas too that we're kicking around. So
3: uh, look at that, uh,
2: patrons get what's that?
3: It's somebody activated their leaderboard coin, so they're sharing it.
2: Oh yeah, there you go. That's excellent. Yeah, um, ec- excellent. Uh, let me. Well, I we're already talking, but let me do welcome my host co-host
3: Jesse. Oh, finally! I thought you were gonna forget to welcome me.
2: <laughs> Absolutely not. Never.
3: <laughs> now, uh, this should be a fun one, and, and we're going to get into the news in a minute, but coming off of a holiday and a, mm-hmm. a new souvenir and everything else, I uh, actually got to do cashing again. I, it's it's fun to actually go cashing. You Remember
2: that? You remember yeah. That? yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's good. Uh, who's our sponsor tonight?
3: Let me. You're, you're ahead of me. I didn't even get to do. To...
2: I know. I'm jumping around on top of you here. There you go, Riding in the rain. So, which is, uh, you'll get to hear a lot about Riding the Rain
3: tonight. We'll We're going to talk a little bit about it tonight, right?
2: Yeah, a little Thank bit. So, we... I'm not going to give you any uh, blurb like I normally would because the show's about Riding the Rain. But before, mm-hmm. we, do th- before we do that, though, um, let's do an announcement. So, if you will bring in our announcement guests, if you would, so between this person and this person? D, yep. D and David, backwards now they're over there. D&D. And Tom, yeah, Burman, <laughs> electric water boy down here. <laughs> um, so we'll just turn it over to you guys and uh, y'all can fight over who gets to talk first. Yeah, because
3: you don't know what we're announcing.
2: <laughs> no, I have no idea. I'm just glad to hear that. We uh, always know
3: it's something good when y'all, when y'all say you have an announcement. We always know it's something good, though.
0: Yeah. Well, absolutely. I like it that I can send Gary a message and say, Hey, I need like five minutes on the show, and he <laughs> says, "Sure, how's this date?" Doesn't ask me what it's about. Nothing, just like, "Hey, yeah, no problem."
3: Uh-oh, maybe yeah, I should yeah. have asked. <laughs> you know, we love to break news, so we're only, yeah. we always love to be the first.
4: Well, yeah. you notice she's wearing that Woodstock shirt. Are we doing Woodstock again?
2: No. <laughs> 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 Woodstock
0: 2021.
4: No, no, Uh, It's it's not that. Uh, uh, Geocaching HQ is moving to Texas.
0: Please don't start that rumor.
4: (laughs) Okay, then um, what could it be? Maybe
0: not. Somebody is joining an exclusive club.
4: Well, I, I was there when Gary signed the Texas County Challenge Log. I know he's already in it and. Unless Memphis been sneaking down here on weekends, he's he's not there yet. No, he's oh, not. 240 away. I'm
3: close. <laughs> it's
0: a more exclusive club. Yes, this is a more exclusive club than the TCC.
4: Oh. Uh, are, are you talking like the club that we're not even in?
0: A club that we're not even in.
4: Wow. One that kind of gets announced at Challenge and somebody can't be there?
0: Yeah. <laughs> so we were trying very, very hard to get – The other half of Geocache Talk, Memphis, Hmm. this year, but unfortunately, he couldn't.
2: No, he can't make it.
0: So um, we wanted uh, you to be present when we did it. So So we're breaking
4: tradition here.
0: We are breaking tradition. It's the first time it's ever been announced somewhere else. But TXGA would like to induct Geocache Talk, both Jesse and Gary, into The TXGA Hall of Fame. Oh my gosh!
2: No way. You got to be kidding me.
0: So this is an exclusive David Vickery painted can. And let me tell you, this thing's been painted about 14 times to make it perfect. Oh, my
2: goodness. That
0: is awesome.
2: Wow. That
4: can's probably got more coats of paint than any car you've ever seen. (laughs) Oh, my goodness.
0: It's certainly been sanded more than anyone has. (laughs) So um, we are inviting you into the 2020 class of the THDA Hall of Fame. It is a very exclusive club. Um, There is less than, I think, what, 30 or 40 (laughs) people in it. And as Tom stated, neither him nor I are in the club. You cannot be in the club when you are a board member, so neither of us have been inducted. Um, This can, I will give it to Gary um, at Challenge. There's 24 other people, and there's three inductees this year, and you were one of them. Oh
2: my, thank you so much.
0: It also comes with a... um, Path tag. Oh, neat. That so, our designer picked the geocache talk green to put wow. in the center of it. It's awesome. So um, there'll be That's one cool. in the can. Well, actually, we'll put two in the can since there's two of you. We'll put one on the Hall of Fame can that um, everybody can look and discover. Right. And then we'll have the rest of them for a sell it challenge for anybody. Wow. Else. So that,
2: that is incredible.
0: Thank you guys so cool. for all of your support of Texas geocaching, Um oh, support of God. TXGA. Yes. And um, like I said, I love that I can just say, hey, I need five minutes, and you'll give it to me without asking any questions. In this case, it worked out well because
2: yeah. anyway. Okay. Yeah. So, well, you you kind of tricked us, I guess, and not really tricked us, but I assumed it was about Texas geocaching, uh, about Texas challenge. Since well, it
1: kind of only- is. <laughs>
2: is. It kind of is. You're right. But oh, oh my goodness. That's unbelievable. I'm um, so sad
1: I cannot
3: be down there. That is, that, oh.
2: It's incredible. That's cool. I mean, just, just going back through as far as just from geocaching history, and I want to spend a lot of time on this, Jesse and I'll do something on it later, but, um, nine key, I mean, we got, you know, drives, uh, well, um, uh, Barney Smith, he was inducted. So, I mean, the,
0: Smith, um, the, the founders, um, yeah. Lucy girl, us moros, the Texas park and wildlife. Yep. It's a pretty exclusive class. So, you know, mm-hmm. um, that is we, awesome. appreciate, we appreciate all y'all guys do. And, um, it was it was a no brainer to induct you guys this year. That's so awesome. We just want to say thank you and congratulations, and thank you for all you do not only for Texas geocaching but for geocaching in general. Wow. Jesse,
2: Jesse, you're cool in, the, you're, you're, so in a, cool. you're in a hall of fame now, and then they're Ooh. like, "How does the guy name Memphis <laughs> lives in Colorado?" <laughs> <laughs> so
0: and you're awesome. in the FCA Hall of Fame. You can see it really well. Yeah, you can't, but that's what the coin looks like, or the path tag looks like. Oh, you this. can't really see it well. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, turn
1: yeah.
2: it. There you go. A bit. <laughs> so, But
0: yeah, so we'll have <laughs> them there, and um, each of you guys will get one, and then the giant wow. can, I don't know if David can hold it up, that's the one that we bring. It's got all of the all the Hall <laughs> yeah. of Famers on
2: yes, it. Yes, look at that.
0: <laughs> uh.
2: so. That's a real ammo can.
0: Yeah, yeah, no joke. So y'all's y'all's tag will be right there. Awesome. Look
2: at that. That is too cool. Wow. Well, Jesse, you're in a hall of fame, man.
3: Look at that. That's right. I was shooting for <laughs> baseball, but I'll take geocaching. Okay.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that
3: is so cool.
2: Yes. Thank you guys so much. Um, uh, yeah, like I said, it means a lot to us. We'll we'll do a hey, we're podcasters. We'll do a show on it one yeah. night. Uh there you go. So definitely talk more about it and uh, we'll go through and review uh, some of that. So, yeah, I'm blown away. I mean, I have a speech somewhere. Maybe no. Speech. No, I've got no speech. No, no. So speech. I'm, I'm speech.
0: Well, write, write a small one for when we give you the can it challenge on Friday okay. night. And Jesse, <laughs> I'm sorry you won't be there, but we wanted to make sure when it was presented that you were here for it. So,
3: well, thank you so much. That is an awesome surprise. And Gary didn't even did, Gary. Did you know? I had no, no idea. Okay. I was gonna say Gary knew, no knew it didn't tell me. I had no idea.
0: No, so, I literally said, Hey, I need five minutes. And he said, Okay, how's the first? Yeah. And I said, Sounds good. So, wow. that's so
4: cool. Maybe yeah. Flat Jesse will make an appearance at challenge. <laughs> yeah, I'm there
3: sure he will. He's out there somewhere.
2: <laughs> he's out there. Flat Jesse. So well, thank you guys so much. Um, and we'll we'll talk soon. And yes, I'll see you guys in Round Rock in two weeks. So hopefully a lot of uh we'll get a lot of folks to come down and uh Be a part of it, so we're looking forward to it. So, thank you, guys. All
0: right, right. thanks. Y'all have a good night.
2: Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.
0: Oh,
3: Oh. all right. Oh, there we go. Well, that was that was cool, and you didn't even spill the beans, but you didn't know the secret. I did not. not I had no idea. You would have have spilled those beans big time.
2: I had absolutely no idea. So that's an awesome way to start the show. Wow. Yeah, I'm kind of. I'm blown away. You're going to have to do the talking because I'm just going to have to, I'm just, I'm just trying to find words right now. So
3: I'm so um, jealous you get to be down there in person. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's not often that you're speechless, right?
2: Yeah. It's very, it's very rare that That's I'm.
3: Uh, cool. Well, do you want to go through the news or you want to bring our guest on and let him kind of join us for the news?
2: Yeah, let's bring him on for the news. So um, go ahead and bring him up and um, we'll kind of continue on show 187 here. As we welcome to the Geocache Talk Show, Sean Lacey of Riding in the Rain. Sean, thanks for joining us.
5: Oop, wrong side. There we go. <laughs>
3: it's going <laughs> right to take a while to get used to that. Yeah, I
2: know. <laughs> hey, Sean, glad to have you on board tonight. Yeah, glad to be here. We've got a lot of cool stuff to talk about, and you got some show mm-hmm. and tell, and I've got a few items mm-hmm. we're going to talk about as well. And I think um, a lot. hopefully there will be a lot of questions, too, because I know I always had a lot, and, of course, we talked, before the show, um, this week and, and got some good answers, but I think people are going to, uh, really, um, I think have some, cause we use a lot of the product and that we really thank you guys so much for that. Um, so yeah, we're going to do a little bit of news so you can, you know, you can chime in if you want at any point. Um, and then we're gonna get right into the topic here in a minute. Um, so let me go back up to the news. So real quick, I do want to mention that, uh, we have another announcement, not that I knew this was going to be an announcement, but we do have an announcement that we're going to talk about at the end. Um, that right in the rain is, uh, uh, a partnering thing we're doing with them. And we'll talk about that later, but first I do want to mention something. Uh, we're, we're, uh, coming close to getting a thousand subscribers, Jesse.
3: And on you, that's crazy, isn't it? Especially you- for an audio show
2: yeah on youtube on youtube we're um uh, we're at 965.
3: yeah it's it's funny too because it's you know this has always been an audio podcast right but right. the the group was originally much smaller that would come in and watch live on youtube yeah and uh and we still have that pretty tight family that that actually participates in the chat room but more and more people are watching the video which is interesting um mm-hmm. and it's also interesting because it, we're not only on youtube yes so we're on Twitter, um, uh, per- well, Periscope is the Twitter, but the uh, Facebook, a couple groups on Facebook. So this broadcasts live over several different things. Right. And even not, we're almost at a thousand just on the YouTube side of it. So yeah. that's a lot of people that hopefully are getting something good out of the show, right? Oh, absolutely. And don't forget Twitch.
2: You know what's funny? we on-, on Twitch. We've got almost two viewers on Twitch. No, no. We have more
3: viewers. Oh my gosh. We only had, we had two subscribers. We have, last week we had 14 people on Twitch. You know, watch, you know, they're getting on there to watch, you know, video games and all that other stuff. And they're like, what are these guys doing? Bouncing
2: around. (laughs) Well, we are, we are under the podcasting section of Twitch. So I think that that helps a little bit. But, um, but yeah, um, we've got, uh, we're up to four podcasts now. We won't really go into all that tonight, but, (laughs) <laughs> it's not well, even problem. though Zach is in the chat
3: room would disagree. No, Thanks. it's not about the numbers on this one. Hopefully, it's about providing value, right? And yeah. there's there's no good way to measure it. And we're not going to go through measuring every week, but it is neat when you see those milestones like that.
2: It is. And, um, Jeremy, it's kind of about the numbers. We, we love our New York, um,
3: uh,
2: uh, Liz- listeners. I don't even
3: know what Twitch is. That's funny. Hey, we're there. We'll yeah. <laughs>
2: Twitch, that's a, it is a funny, yeah, so. Um,
3: it's a popular platform that's mainly gaming, but, you know, there's everything on there, so. Yeah, it's grown a lot,
5: especially over the last year. It's mm-hmm. uh, they've really began to pivot to, as as YouTube has started to make a, a bigger uh, presence in the streaming scene, uh, Twitch used to be pretty much the de facto streaming platform for anything streaming for uh, for gaming, but now they're yeah. expanding out. There's a couple others that are stepping up.
1: Mm-hmm. There's a lot
5: of a lot of competition right now for that, that streaming that live streaming platform.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. I think I think our uh, our show is just a little too long for TikTok. So we probably won't be able to be on there anytime <laughs> soon. But
2: <laughs> although geocachers are starting to TikTok. I mean I know Joshua is going through and putting a bunch of uh
3: is that like 12 seconds, I think. Is that what that is? Oh, uh, don't get me lying uh, you No. Know. I had like to it I'd still probably be wrong
2: so. yeah. sean's shrugging his shoulders. I'm, I'm not
3: that young come on
2: <laughs> come on you
3: ask the kid i don't know
2: you gotta be into the you know all the the hip stuff that's going on right you know
5: now. i do my best to keep a to keep an eye on it all um i did yeah. i i worked about two and a half three years uh working for a at oh, 12 uh-huh so uh that that was like my focus at that point is just making sure that everything was Blocked like it's supposed to, and new social media platforms popping up all over the place. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah no, I, it's, I, I'm vaguely aware of TikTok and what it's doing, but for the most part, it's um, just not my thing. <laughs> I don't have time <laughs> yeah. to keep up with that many.
2: Um, so, Zach in our chat room, he mentioned, yeah, that he's gotten two million views out there on his uh, card game. Now, that I think, uh, Zach, I think that breaks your vine. Zach was a big Vine guy. Remember when Vine was a big yeah. deal a few years ago? So um, you know, good Zach's for him. Perfect
3: person, person for those type of platforms. He's he's younger than at least the two of us anyway. So
2: yes, yes. So yep. Uh very cool. All right. We're moving on. Um mm-hmm. Leap day was really good. Uh, Jesse, you got, you had a couple of things that you want to mention about uh, leap day geocaching yesterday.
3: Yeah, I had a lot of fun. So I've had, you know, over the last several months I've had many, many big projects outside of geocaching that I've been having to try to complete so I could get back to geocaching and slowly at the beginning of this year, we're slowly gaining and getting more and more caching time in mm-hmm. so leap day. We had, that was one of the projects I was working on. There was a group of us that, that published 35 lab caches all in the same area.
2: That's incredible.
3: Um, and then a bunch of bonus caches to go with it and stuff and some other caches and it's uh, and then, you know, CEDO's and events and all that. So it was a big leap day so people could go out and get all kinds mm-hmm. of caches and stuff like that. And there was a few people that um, that were fin- finishing their calendar, you know, some people that may have missed the last leap day and things like that. So it was a fun day. And we got, I think we got about 19 caches. uh Acido, another lab, you know, another event. There's I mean, now, yeah.
2: a, there's now, a, um, there's now a few in Colorado now. Yeah. In case you're wondering, yeah,
3: there's a few in Colorado. Oh
2: my goodness, look at that!
3: That is a lot. Yeah, that all those good. at the top just came out this weekend.
2: Yeah, that's incredible though to do all those adventure labs. Um, I do want to give a quick shout out also to Arkansas. Um, not just because they have a son there, but we have a lot of listeners in Arkansas Mm -hmm. and watchers, and they added a whole bunch of, um, of them as well. so I definitely want to get up there. Uh, Fort Smith has like three or four now, but you know, they've added, they've added a bunch in their state. So that's really cool.
3: Mm
2: So I just neat that. They're doing, they're, they're they're doing, you know, more and more uh, adventure labs. So anyway,
3: well, and um, I got mm-hmm. to run into Dune Buddy. He w- he was at the uh, the event this weekend, and some other people cool. that we got to talk about Mingo and all kinds of other stuff that were, that's coming up. And I just love the events, and in a day full of events is even better, right? You get to run it's almost like going to Omega. It was yeah, like a yeah. tiny, tiny mini mini mega this weekend, so it was a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, I
3: probably could have done a lot more caching, but I, I got wrapped up talking to people instead. So, um, it was a good leap day for sure.
2: Uh, kitty Catch coming in from Australia. She's mentioning that she's going to go try to get as many as she can while she's there. You know, it really does bring in a lot of people Those adventure labs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she's coming in from Australia and she's going to go spend time in Colorado in, in in the Denver area and, you know, spend money. And that's, you know, it really does have a, a good effect on the economy to have those.
3: It uh, does. It extra, was, uh, yeah. it was a lot of fun too, right? You know how nerve wracking it is when you put a cash out that's kind of tricky when you start. And you put one out and you're like, okay, I hope this goes right. And the first person goes to find it. Well, this whole group was pushing the envelope a little bit on all of our caches. Like mine were in the library and you're supposed Mm -hmm. to wear videos and you're supposed to wear headphones. But, you know, caches don't always follow the rules, right? So I'm like, (laughs) this is kicked out the first day. Um, So I put it everywhere, blasted out on the, you know, please wear headphones. It's a library. It's a bunch of videos and my voice is not exactly quiet. So please wear and it was me and my daughter that did the videos, right? So we're both yep. loud. Right. No complaints. Everybody wore headphones. Oh, good. Um, however, the day before they come out, right? Like, you know, we're going to publish them the next day. Yeah. We get an emergency notice from the library that goes, hey, we're shutting down the second floor for the weekend. Oh, no. Even better. Guess why? No. We detected bed bugs. in You're our kidding. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Bed bugs in a library? How did this happen? Who's this sleeping. Open the... It ended up being a false alarm, I think, and they opened it back up or whatever. But I was like, um, I'm just going to give you the answer to the second story uh, lab because I don't want you going up there just in case there's bed bugs." But, okay. Uh, you know, that always comes out like, right, that has to happen, right? Of course. Yeah. Plan it for months and months, and that's going to happen the day before they come out. So
2: so did you just tweak that that one lab? I did. There was only
3: one where you went to that, sto- that, that floor or whatever to get the answer. So I just put that in the lab. So for this weekend, this is the answer. Don't go upstairs. Okay. Um, and I, I didn't hear anything, you know, about it. It ended up being okay and people got them and even the caches associated with it, which were also tricky, of course. So you sure. get that nervousness like when you put out your first cash. Yeah. That's a that fun exciting time, but everything went good. It was a great weekend for cashing.
2: Sweet.
4: The
3: whole uh, thing yeah, pretty good.
2: Fun. Well, let's um let's jump in and get let's get Sean involved in uh talking about the topic tonight obviously. are right in the rain. Mm-hmm. Um so as I mentioned before, we have an announcement about partnering with them that we'll get to at the end, but let's go back to the beginning, Sean. Yeah. Um, the history of Riding in the rain um, with a guy named Jerry Dearling Darling. Oh, Jerry Darling. Okay. Darling. If, yeah. if, I, if I could read my own notes here. <laughs> um, so tell us a little bit about what you know about the, ba- the how Riding in the rain began. Sure.
5: Yeah. It's, uh, you know, born and born and raised in, in itself, uh, here in the Pacific Northwest. So Washington state, um, you know, the early 19th century, there was a huge, I mean, the the Pacific Northwest, Tacoma, Washington, Seattle, Olympia, and then down the coastline was huge for the lumber industry. Okay. And back in those days, the, uh, if they had a, a deed or a checklist or anything like that, specifically the lumber checklists, as they're cutting down all their lumber and bringing it down into these little meeting areas where they can get them packaged up out on the, the water uh, to, to float out and keep inventory. They were taking a effectively just a one by 10 or a one by 12 that was okay. cut had been right. painted white and they were marking on it all of their notes. And then when everything was said and done, they would, paint over it they'd wipe it clean they'd sand it and it would be ready for the next group and there are some inherent inefficiencies in that process (laughs)
2: yeah i could see that be a problem
5: yeah from some real inefficiencies in that and uh someone came up to uh to jerry darling and had this idea more than you know jerry was a a chemist i believe by trade and so he was more on the kind of coming up with an idea that could be uh have an entrepreneurial process for it for the area. Right, um, early 19th century. You know, this whole area up here uh, was booming. We had a lot of industry happening here. Tacoma, which is where it's uh, it's located now and has been located, though we don't know when uh, the business moved to Tacoma. We don't have a definitive. This is the day that it moved. Right, uh, pretty early on in the process, um, and by the 30s, um, yeah, I think. The first patent that was done was 1920. Okay. Um, and so that was, he actually went to war wow. and came back and found that um, the the material, the, the business basically that he and this other guy had started up had been swindled away.
2: Oh no. So
5: yeah. And he was determined to just continue with this, this idea of having something that could be applied to a material to yeah. allow it to be waterproof. Right. So yeah. nowadays, the, the process is drastically different than what it was back then, uh, much more eco friendly. The material that was done before was highly flammable, uh, <laughs> like, you know, Yikes. not stuff you wanted to be around all the time. Right. But it was uh, it was one of a kind. You know, this was this was a it, it fit well with the industry. And eventually it turned into something where they they were able to get a patent in 1920, though it expired, I think 17 years later, 1937 or so, Mm -hmm. um, they were able to get the ball rolling with what this is going to be and begin to establish themselves in this area.
2: Right. And so um, you're going to send me the formula so I can create my own, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, No. (laughs) So so without giving away trade secrets, in just in a general sense, how does because it's paper, obviously, or yep. different things, but the um, is, is there is it some kind of liquid that's put on it or I mean, how is it made so that this doesn't become a soggy mess? Is it's there probably magic
3: Gary? It's Me magic.
2: Either. Okay. That's fine. We'll move on now. Uh, yeah. As we time. said in the, in
5: the, in the, in, uh, in the uh, conversation earlier this week, uh it's yeah. unicorn tears, fairy yeah. dust. I mean, it's the whole gamut to make that's this right. Work. So it,
2: yeah, yeah, it's the, it's the, the, <laughs> the people who uh, have, have had soggy messes for the, Oh, look at this. He's got a, He does a good show and tells. Way to go, Sean.
5: Here's our show and tell, uh, piece number one. Okay. So this is an end of an end cutoff of our rolls. Right. So we get these one ton paper rolls that, you know, this is maybe 15 pounds or so. The, 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 a full arm's length out. Right. Um, I like these because when, when these are done, I take yep. these home every once in a while. <laughs> yep. And I've got four kids who love to draw and color. Um, we do a lot of home improvement stuff. That's neat. I can run that through my miter saw to get to smaller. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Looks like this. Sweet. And the kids love it. So this is really heavy stock paper. Right. And it goes through a machine that we call the coder. Okay. That's what it does. Yeah, that's what it does and uh, it's got it sprays a very fine mist of the of of the of our coating material over the top of it right uh, bonds it to it through i think uv predominantly and then as it comes through it ends up in a big roll on the other side of it okay now that is cut depending on the order or you know cuz there are some places especially with military that'll take right. the whole roll oh right okay mm-hmm. But we do do our own binding and stitching and, and, uh, and printing in-house as well for the majority of our notebooks. Okay. Very cool.
2: Yeah. Um... <laughs> what is a <the> container? a <laughs> container. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Put that into a uh, – that won't fit in a, a standard ammo can, unfortunately. That'd no be
3: for sure.
5: Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. The, the forklift that we have yeah. that moves them around has just this huge clamp in the front of it. And so it just goes over to it, grabs it, twists it sideways, and moves it around. Wow!
2: So. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of products. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna just gonna cover a few of the giant bison tube. Yeah, um, <laughs> we're we're gonna talk about um, a, a couple of different ones tonight, uh, which will be fun. We're not gonna cover. I mean, You have a lot of products, so oh, yeah. people definitely go out to ride in the rain. R I T E in the rain So. Sean has done some geocaching. Good question.
5: Yeah, that's a great question. So I i, uh, I wouldn't consider myself a geocacher after mm-hmm. having been exposed to everything that you guys do. Um, <laughs> when I was in high school, I grew up here in the Pacific Northwest. And so we would go out and do geocaching out in the woods. Um, didn't do a lot of urban geocaching, which I see is, is pretty popular. Um, but it's something that I've really, like, as our kids are getting older now, I think my oldest is eight Mm-hmm. We love to hike during the spring and the summertime. So it's definitely going to be something that we're picking up more here uh, as we're looking to do more hiking. So that's, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun from my experience. Uh, but, yeah, it was probably high school, maybe after high school or so. Early 2000s is, is when I probably did the most geocaching.
2: Yeah. No, it's cool, though, that, uh, um, you know, you have the background at least that we, you know, for... Yeah for for tonight so um
3: well, you know what, once a geocacher always a geocacher so yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> bug, right? to the world you're always there right you can't unlearn something so no exactly. exactly
2: and he he finds quality hides Jesse he's he's he loves the you know hes the, the ammo cans and yeah you know so those are uh, but you know
3: what there's some people that find a hundred a day and then there's some people that find a hundred for 10 years you know that yeah. they they go out every once in a while that's that's the fun of the game is that it's not a all or nothing type, type deal you can when your kids are in town and you go take them out or you know or, or whatever or some people only do it on travel so
5: yeah yeah we have uh, something here local in tacoma called monkey shines that happens every year
1: mm-hmm. and
5: tacoma, washington is known well for all of their glass blowing chihuly glass all that kind of stuff we've got some incredible glass works here in tacoma And once a year, a a top secret team of glass blowers blows these beautiful orbs and medallions and other glassworks. And there are thousands of them that get hidden all around Tacoma. And so people who know, it's not like you have to follow their Facebook group nowadays Mm Know the day that it's going to get hidden. Most people know someone who is one of the, the people that hides them at this point. Um, but yeah, it's it's incredible, and it reminds me a lot of the geocaching idea. But there's no set. This is where it is.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: You go right. out. Your eyes are peeled. You're you're scavenging through the bushes. You're That's looking at. Cool. It. So it's it's a lot of fun. We've been skunked the last four years. That oh, we've been no. With so, oh no, kids. Uh, so it's fun to get out and yeah. explore the area. You get to you know learn your city a little bit better, which is a mm-hmm. lot of fun.
3: Yeah, a lot of crawls over there.
2: A, a yeah. lot of people, a lot of people do. Uh, I know my wife will look for. Uh, she keeps her eye out, like you said, for rocks.
3: People yeah, big rocks.
5: Yep. Yeah, Tacoma rocks. rocks. We've got yeah. a big, big, big group here.
2: Yeah. So that's kind of cool. So. Yeah, uh, you're talking about that large, that giant, uh, that giant one you had, because people are joking about in the uh, in the chat room about putting it in uh, like a large. You know, like you said, you'd never have to replace the log, yeah. but. One you of the, be able to
1: get
5: it out. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. But you can use Ride in the Rain all the way down to yes, yep. The nano, or if you're in the Dakotas, you call it a blinky. But um I've got a piece of paper here. It's a uh it's a log. Mm-hmm. The tiny little log. Um why am I talking very very high for a nano? But uh, <laughs> At the end of this, um, I don't know if I can show it on screen, but uh, if I can get it to show it, but it's got the little ride in the rain logo on it, so that's cool. So people are really using, um, you know, using your products in different ways. Because mm-hmm. uh, somebody asked me before the other day, and I thought, um, and I, I guess people don't maybe know, but you can buy, you can buy paper, you can buy the paper online. Uh, yep. Um, you can buy you know like a like like you would any kind of regular paper eight and a half by eleven, you know strips or you know whatever the paper. Is. So yeah, well, there's some that's yeah a there's a
5: form, but
2: long form, right?
5: Right? Yeah. So, so that's we use really, pretty constantly.
2: Yeah, and um, uh, we're gonna show a couple other ones too. I'm gonna, uh, cause i because I want to I want to talk about this the notebooks too because they end up in ammo cans a lot. But sure, one, one of the things that I want to um kind of switch over to. Is, um, Oh, this is interesting. Curious. Katie mentions this is a virtual at a bridge of glass in Tacoma.
5: Oh, cool. Yeah. Bridge of glass is beautiful.
2: Oh, okay. There's a, there's a geocache there. Okay. Runner. <laughs>
5: I'll have to, next time we're down there, I'll, I'll have to take a look.
2: Oh, it's a near a webcam. Those are very rare. Uh, webcam. You basically just kind of get there, take a picture and you get to log it. If you, if the webcam's up. So oh, cool. Very cool. Um, now, yeah. So, um, yeah. Before we talk about writing on paper, Sean, uh, Ryan brings up something interesting, Sean, about need a laser printer. So, is there something you <laughs> you need to know uh, about printing on printing on laser laser uh, writing the rain paper? Do you have to have? You can't do it on an inkjet.
5: Yeah. So this th- this this all kind of boils down to one of the core misconceptions. And it's not, I mean, the product is built to allow you to write on it while it is wet. Okay. The the two main ways to be able to write on it. um, Well, really there's three if you really wanna get to it, but uh, standard pens, we have our own pens. We have clicker pens like these here. We have lots of different ones. Um, Pencils are the easiest one for most people. Just use a pencil. It, It stays on there pretty well. Uh, and then crayon or anything like that, that's kind of a wax based will stick to it really well. Okay. Um, those are great. So with that said, if you were to try and put something that is more water soluble or is um, like a gel pen, a lot mm-hmm. of people use like a gel pen, and that is terrible on Right in the Rain. Right. If it's water based It's just going to roll right off. Right. If you were to run some of our eight and a half by 11 through your inkjet printer. Inkjet printer. That would make a mess. Oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah it is no laser. Laser printers only. Uh, yeah, yeah, that.
2: That's cool.
5: affecting that printer if you tried to do that?
2: <laughs> make a make a huge mess. Yeah, oh, yeah, that ugh.
5: blurry squidgy mess coming out the backside of the uh, the printer would not be a, a sight to see.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, like, um, highlighters, I think, since they're water based or bad, that wouldn't,
5: that wouldn't, yeah. So, what you'll see a lot of times is some material will stick just fine, but the majority of it's just going to wipe right off.
2: Okay. Yeah. That's the point. It's yep. supposed to be so if it, if it gets a little bit wet, um, erasing.
5: It erasing. Yeah. Does erasing ruin the paper? No. So, I, I love our pencils. I'm a woodworker by trade, a chunk of yep. maple on the back here. Um, I use our 1.1 millimeter pencils on a regular basis. These have been fantastic. Um, I would happily buy these if I didn't work for Right in the Rain. But um, the eraser itself, erasing on it, you're still going to see, I mean, just like any paper, you're always going to at least see a little bit of something behind it um, or left over. But no, it doesn't ruin the paper.
2: Somebody asking about stamps, Sean, because people have. Um... A lot of people have, um, like, when they do a log, and we're going to talk about these a little bit, but they'll have, like, um, um,
3: let's give an example: a uh, personalized stamp. Yeah,
2: so they'll have okay. like a, a personalized stamp, like, uh, sure that like yeah right
3: here,
5: right in the rain, a stamp like that. It wouldn't come through clean, at least. Right. Right.
2: Okay. Cool. Yeah. So, um, and that's like we said, that's. That's part of the, the beauty of the product is if it does get wet. And that's why I want to show, uh, real quickly, I do want to show, this is uh, um, some log, logs that I've laminated over time. They're all archived uh, logs. But I have a good example here, and hopefully it'll, it'll come through. Um, won't come through on the audio, obviously, but I'll explain it as we go. But uh, one of the things is that there's a couple logs on here that I want to point out. Uh, One is this one right here, which you can see over. And we've all, Jesse, you know, you and I have all been there. In many and
3: yeah, Gary has a laminated sheet of a bunch of different logs from old archived caches that he's showing. And uh, some of them are right in the rain and some of them aren't. So he's showing the difference between those two.
2: Yeah. And the, obviously the one on, the, on my right.
3: It'll be the left on the screen.
2: Left on the screen. Uh, it is, um, it's kind of starting to mush. <laughs> People kind of did, did ride on it, but it's starting to go away. But you notice the one on the, on the side, on the next to it is right in the rain. That's the old logo, right, Sean? Yep.
3: Yeah. And you can tell even from a distance, even though it, now it's zoomed in, but even from a distance, you can tell the right in the rain one still is in the same shape it originally yeah. went into the cache. And the other one looks like a uh, receipt paper that's been destroyed yeah. at the bottom of your car.
2: Yeah, and I,
3: know, uh, I would think to describe it.
2: Yeah, and um, the ride in the rain one was out there from 2014, all the way up till fairly recently. So, I mean it it was out there. You know, uh, give you an example. You know, that gives you a good example. It was out in the wild um, for many many years, and yet, and I'm sure it 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 went through. You know, people not putting it back exactly right or getting water on it. But yet it's it survives great. And that's that's really why, you know, uh, for geocaching, it's perfect because these logs will sit out, you know, uh, out in, in the wild for could be a long time, you know, years. And uh, we've, as far as us that have done geocaching for a number of years, I know, you know, both Jesse and I have for sure have run across where we open up a can or a, a bison tube or something. And we open it up, we look inside and we go. Well, mush. there's kind of a log in here. Yeah. Sorta.
3: Yeah. If, if you ever wanted to advertise right in the rain paper and you're going to run TV ads, you could get a million testimonials from geocachers because immediately when you get there, you're either going to get something that you can sign that looks like a piece of paper and it's <laughs> in the original format or right. like a soggy, mushy. I cannot tell you how many times people have tried to dry paper out on the hood of their car or... Um, like scrape it out, or you know, I have scrawled my initials into a pile of mush (laughs) as many times as I have. I'm like, hey, it looks like my initials there, that's good enough. Yeah, you know, that's just that one extra step, right? You're very happy when you get there and it's actually a log that you can write Mm -hmm. on. That's pretty nice. That's that's part of the game. So,
2: somebody's asking Sean about, um, because some people. Stickers, do you think a sticker would stick okay to just re- regular writing in the rain paper?
5: Yeah, I mean, it's really going to depend on what type of adhesive is being used. Okay. So if it's just a s- simple peel and stick kind of sticker, um, I, I don't see why not. It would really, um, mm-hmm. It would really depend on the sticker. I don't think that it would form a good bond. Okay, but it would it would likely stick there. I mean, my kids have stuck stickers on them all over the place, but they don't. I'm I'm not putting those out in a can somewhere to see how long it stays on. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um. So w- when you cut it, I
2: think what RG's w- is thinking about is not like on a like a professional or a something you get it scraping right? scissors to it. Does it cut okay on scissors? Yeah. Okay.
3: Well, I think that question is centered around like it now. Is that a a, A weak point edge? Like, is it going to start soaking up? So here's
5: the cool thing. So um, yeah, that's, that's, that's a great question. Um, It really, um, it really depends on the application. Okay. The, we, we recently had uh, a YouTuber actually on, I think TikTok is what the original video was posted on where she did her own Non-prompted review of it, you know, fully submerged the the paper under the notebook underwater, did some artwork and such underwater. And you can see after a while, after it's been completely submerged, it starts soaking in some of that water. Okay. But you can still write on the top of that. When it dries out, you can still write on top of it. Even if the water, even if the paper is saturated, it doesn't become weak. Like you'd expect saturated water to be or saturated paper to be. So even if you cut that paper along the, you know, along a seam or however you want to do it, that doesn't then make a weak point on an edge where now it's going to start fraying apart like that.
2: Right. Oh, curious, KDB. You're right. You could have done the commercial today. (laughs) Log in bison was mush. I called the CO, cash owner, and asked if I could replace the log and put in a ride in the rain log. Nice. There you go. Perfect. (laughs) Yeah, yes. Oh yeah, show that one. That's that's a cool
5: one. That's the uh tell people about that one. So this is one that we actually make. Um this is this was specifically made for Groundspeak. Um yeah. this is part of their geocaching kit. Yeah. So there it's just a small blank official logbook. Um we have not printed these in quite some time. Uh we did a big order for them a while ago and and they right. probably got boxes of them at this point. Sure. Um but yeah, it's just a small little notebook. You can use as a log. You've got identifiers in the front. It um, actually even has some etiquette printed on the back of it, which is quite nice to see. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we don't sell these direct to consumer. You right. need to get them directly through uh, the geocaching
3: website. Right. And it is, it is again, so nice when you know thinking about geocaching and I know, Sean, you found some or whatever, but we have people that have found thousands of these oh, things. Yeah. Right? So it's something they do on a regular basis, but there's a huge difference when you go out and you get the back of a Walgreens receipt as a log, or if you get an actual official log in there, that's nice. And you see the game, you know, it runs the full gamut. You'll see yeah. somebody put down a cash. That's an old broken medicine bottle. That's cracked. And, uh, it'll be like a napkin. Cause that's what they had at the time. And they'll put it in there. Yeah. Or you'll see one that people put out in an ammo can or, you know, a real lock and lock, not like the sandwich container that came with your deli meat. Um, cool. They'll they'll put that out, and those can stay out. When it's a true locking container and a good right in the rain paper, those can stay out for years and yeah. be in great shape when you go and find them. Yeah, that's awesome.
5: See, we've Which, got these here. If you if anybody's in the Tacoma area and they swing by our, we've got a place in the Port of Tacoma. It's our main warehouse. Okay. Uh, we do have a little storefront there, but these are free. You can come in and snag a little sample notebook.
2: Oh, neat!
5: Uh, it's twenty four pages. Yeah, twenty four pages. That's perfect. So, log. log. Standard, yeah. So these you come in, you can pick up one of these and toss this and replace a cache. If you get in touch with the person who might have one that wasn't using right in the rain paper. Um, yeah. Swing, swing by and grab this kind of stuff. Because, man, as, as, as we start geocaching a little bit more as a family, I definitely will be making sure that I have a handful of at least these on hand. Right. To be able to swap out where we can.
2: That's oh, perfect. Yeah, if you, you do go in,
3: popular geocacher in town. If you're upgrading people's caches with writing the random paper, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. And if you do slip by the Tacoma office, uh, make sure you mention that you heard him. You heard about that. Yeah. Well, you heard Sean on the show, but um, yeah, I'm all
5: up at me. I'm just up up on top of the stairs. So there you go. Perfect. Love to love to meet anybody who's listening to this.
2: Oh, awesome. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna have a little story time with Sean. Um, He's going to tell us a couple of stories. One that I want to hear you tell the story about, Sean, is um, something about a notebook in a swamp. What, what's the what, what was that one all about?
5: Yeah, it's so one of the cool things about the product is I worked for a lot of different companies, uh, done sales for a lot of different companies. I work in uh, in IT. I'm a systems administrator here for for Right in the Rain, and so I get to hear things kind of third hand most of the time. Our customer service reps, our order entry, our sales reps are usually the ones who get to hear these directly from the people this has happened to. Uh, but yeah, it wasn't too long ago that we had someone who had mentioned that uh, while they were out, they 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 work in geo geosurveying, I believe. And they would take a team of interns out and they'd go out into a swampy area and they would, you know, do their surveys and and one of them found a right in the rain notebook that had been effectively submerged in the swamp, mud, muck, oh. water. Um, since the last year's interns class and they were able, oh, still right. able to look through those notes and read the notes and and things were still legible and, and useful. And so it's, you know, we, we pride ourselves in making a product that stands up to what we say it'll stand up to.
1: Mm-hmm. And
5: so when you hear these types of stories come back, uh, you know, we hear a lot from we military. We've, we've, you know, anybody who's served in the military probably pretty well familiar with writing their own product as we've oh, been- okay. Uh, We've distributed through the military for a very long time. Um, You can go to army surplus stores a lot of times and you'll find old, old army surplus right in the rain. Notebooks for sale sometimes. Okay. And so it's, uh, yeah, being able to see these being used in day-to-day use and hearing them hold up beyond what we expect them to be able to do.
2: Yeah. That is is, awesome. It's
5: really cool.
3: Yeah. Uh, um, military, but also law enforcement and fire yeah. a lot because oh, wow. the elements. there's nothing you can do. And if you have non-waterproof paper, it's just a bad night. It's not fun.
5: Yeah. We just released a line, uh, the blue line, that's specifically for law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. So we've had some of our local police our police officers coming in with their own money to buy our brand new notebooks so that they can do their, their notes and such that are all trackable so that they can be uh, added as evidence in a case, Mm-hmm. So everything is, we've, our, our team that puts these notebooks together, they really do a lot of research to make sure that if we're going to create a custom product for an industry, that it's one that is going to be used by that industry.
2: Oh, cool. Yeah. Julia mentioned she's seen some at the uh, down at Lackland Air Force Base oh, sure. military. Um Yeah. So we'll talk about a couple products real quick. Uh, uh, although the whole night's been interesting. Um you know, talking about different different ones, but um one of the ones that I guess most or many geocachers I think are familiar with is this one. It's got a number. Is there a reason why that is there a number just for
5: that's just an identifying that'll give us an idea of the size? Okay. That's a 146. Yep. Um a
2: 146. That's cool.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a 146 right there. Oh, okay. um, we've got a smaller one here, it's a 135. Okay. A bit smaller top top spiral notebook. Yep. So all of them have as you'll notice, all of them have a, a small little ruler. You yeah, I love little the little on the back.
2: Yeah, I love the little ruler. That's a, you know, it's kind of a cool thing. I you know, just an extra uh yep. noted little extra doodad. That's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> feel flammable kind.
3: Those could be fun too if we had a few of
5: those. Never <laughs> know. Never know. No, it's so to to briefly uh, address that, uh, which I think is important, uh, that that is uh, like 1950s era. Right. Uh, I think the first fire was because we had a series of fires back in the 60s and 70s. I think the first fire was 1963. But the material, again, that was being used is completely different than what it is now. Um, The material we use now is uh, almost entirely recyclable. Um, yeah. All of our inks that we use in-house are all soy-based inks. Um, you know, the the paper offcuts and such are all recycled. I mean, we've really, really made a big push to go the route of being as eco-friendly as possible, making sure that we're not adding a lot of waste in our production. Um, and, you know, the I don't have to wear a mask in the back if I don't want to. Right. It's You know, it's not like... The, the the chemicals that are being used to coat it are so toxic that they're dangerous to the employees that are working back there. So,
2: yeah. And the irony of it, too, uh, Daryl's talking about great kindling. Actually, nowadays it's not.
3: Yeah, that's right. Because
2: it's actually, I mean, it's paper still. I mean, but yeah. it's not really, um, we wouldn't call it flame retardant, but was it sort of, um, it's pretty heat resistant. Heat resistant. Yeah, it is. Yeah.
5: Yeah, and that's that's nice. It, part of the 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 whole process in manufacturing is that this is going to withstand en- elements quite a yeah. bit more. Which, um, that is both heat and cold.
2: Yeah, which is great because uh, if you're in the Pacific, you know if you're in the Southwest or wherever it's really really hot, yeah, Texas, um, it's nice to see where it'll uh, sort of maintain its you know its integrity. Yeah. Um, Scott has a good question about uh, writing instruments. Something we don't normally get to talk about much, but yeah, you've got some, can you kind of talk oh, about yeah. the writing instruments a little bit?
5: Absolutely. Yeah. This is, I, I'm a, I'm a pen guy. I love pens. Um, I've been a big fan of Fisher for a long time and it was always kind of one of those, Oh man, it'd be so cool to have one of those neat Fisher space pens. Yeah. Uh, and then when I started working at right in the rain, I realized that we actually partnered with Fisher for our pens. And so our standard kind of bullet pen, got a few of them back here yeah. daily, write my daily pocket pen here is not uh, kind of black on dark here. That's okay. Small metal clicker pen. Yeah. Or, and the, but this is where the magic happens. Yes. So our little cartridges. Oh yeah. So this is not the same ink that is used in uh, our Fisher pens or the Fisher pens. Okay. It's very similar, but it's better suited so that it cures quicker to our paper. Oh, neat. So these are pressurized cartridges um, for any of these types of pens that have uh, replaceable ones, you can just buy the refills and keep the pen. Oh, cool. So this is one of our preferred ways. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, it's, it's a pen we for have you. so many cool things. Yeah, we just started, um, because our pens are not, you know, dirt cheap pens. These are metal pens. Right. They hold up well within the elements. Um, they write upside down. They write underwater on our paper. Uh, they would write in zero gravity if we needed to. Cool. Um, but Because of that, we've also started uh, releasing a line of plastic clickers. Okay. So much cheaper. Um, and then we've even got, I've got a slew of different writing utensils here, but we've even got some uh, bullet style pens. Well,
2: yeah. What's a, I'm not a, I'm a, I don't know what's a show up. what a bullet style. Oh, here's
5: a, here's a bullet style pen. Okay. So this is much smaller. So oh. our standard black pen yeah. This is much, oh, much get you.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah.
5: So, but this comes apart in the middle, flips, and now it's a full-size pen.
2: Okay. Oh, okay. So
5: Great. We've got these, and these use the same type of replaceable cartridge. You can unscrew it.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. And
5: replace the uh, the ink cartridge itself.
2: It's a nice size, though, if you've got – like, if you want to put it in a coat pocket – not coat pocket, but like a, you know, something small. Like, if, you, if you're carrying a um, something – small and you need a small pen to go in, you know, to, to take with you. Yeah. That's yeah. A size.
5: So that we've, we've also now got that with a plastic in a two pack. So that's these okay. little guys here. So these pop apart. This is not a replaceable cartridge, the plastic okay. ones. Right. But it's, again, it's, it feels like a plastic pen, you know, like, yeah. like any standard plastic pen it's got some nice gripping here or a flat spots so that you can grip it a little bit easier. Cool. It it's real great in the hand. We've got those in a two pack. And then my personal favorite, our Trekker. I love this thing. It's a little small for me, uh-huh. but it's got a oh. <laughs> key, key loop so you can hang this on your pack. Sweet. Um, yes. And then you just pull down and you've got your pen. Yeah. A rubber grip here in the front. Perfect. So that you can make your, your notes. If you're out in the woods or anything like that, this is great to have something either hanging off your hip.
2: Yeah. Yeah, much, much easier, like you said, to have something like that because you can attach it, something you attach it with. That's perfect.
5: Yeah, um, and we can also do a belt clip style. I use these in the shop. Okay. So this is just like a, a sheath style. Right. So this clips onto your belt, and you can just pop in just like that. It's all using the same cartridges effectively. Um, they all write great on our product. They write great on everything else. So that's what I, I – you know, I've got, I keep a pocket notebook in my pocket. One of our sample notebooks is just my daily, uh, my EDC is just one of those little guys. But we've got those. And then we've got colors galore for our metal clickers. Oh, yeah. Perfect. So our new ones here we've got our Blaze Orange style, which is a new line that we released uh, this last year, I think. Okay. And then we just released uh, this, I think, January. Uh, it's kind of tough to see through the packaging, but, uh, the OD, uh, ODG green or OD green. Oh, okay. Color.
2: Sweet. That is awesome, Sean. Um, yeah.
3: Interesting. So you may not even be aware that they're being used in this way, but there's a large event coming up in, uh, Kansas. Okay. Uh, oh, in well, may. Is there? Oh, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. We talk about it a lot on this show as well. Um, but they uh, they're working with Log Works, which uses the right in the Rain paper yep. to build logs for geocaching, and uh, there's about 150 to 200 of those going out into the wild. Oh, okay. uh, So people, there'll be a lot of people going to get all those. But it, again, it's that right in the Rain paper, so it'll, yep. it'll stay good. It's a huge amount that go out all at one time in one area. Um, but that'll be uh, that'll be a nice touch for all the people that are, there's hundreds and hundreds of people that'll be coming in that weekend for, uh, for that event. And they'll be going and getting those, all those at one time. So they'll be seeing a whole lot that weekend. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And
5: I love it. It's again, it is a, um, it is a product that does what it says it'll do. Mm -hmm. You'll notice things like if you're in a really hot and humid environment, you'll notice that some warping in the paper, that's normal. You know, it's not going to lay flat in that kind of an environment. If it gets super, super wet, it's it's probably not going to completely lay flat. Right. It's going to have a little warping to it from from water. That's what water does. Mm-hmm. But it's going to dry out just fine. You're still going to continue to be able to write on it and read what's on there.
2: Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Dee was mentioning. She was just on, she was on earlier. Uh, they use those for um, the punch cards. When at Texas Challenge, they have... Yeah caches that are out and they use them for um, punch cards for people to, cause they can ride on real quick, and move on with them. So that's really cool. Um, oh, that's cool. That's a good idea. Uh, August Sean is when the 2020 celebrations are happening up in Seattle. So, Oh, awesome. Yeah. Maybe we yeah, can could... are
5: I'm unaware. Um, but yeah, if, if anybody wants to email us, uh, I'd be happy to, to pass the info- information along. You can hit me up at Sean, at rightintherain.com. Yeah, perfect. I just want to know yeah.
3: if we, we may be able to get somebody to, to email you.
5: Yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to get uh,
3: you know, I did mention we were kind of the, the comments are flying, so i want to make sure we didn't. Uh, yeah. uh, Scott asked, uh, where are the pins available? Do they get online in stores? Where do they get them?
5: Yeah, so we have a growing distributorship. So Home Depot, uh, I think we're starting a little bit with Lowe's, Target, a few other places, Walmart sometimes, I think. Uh, different vendors that we've been working with that you can go into a physical store. A lot of your hardware stores and such may have them as well. Uh, but yeah, you can definitely go to our, um, our website, right in the and buy them all directly through our website mm-hmm. there. Uh, we also have a very large Amazon store that you can buy through Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of our pens and paper, all that kind of stuff will, will be sold through those outlets as well. So yeah, there's a lot of different ways to get the product. Um, or of course, if you're in the area, swing by.
2: That's right. i see in the store. Absolutely. Um, but interesting, you mentioned right in the because that might be a really good place this month.
4: <laughs> it to is.
2: Buy, buy products right from right in the because I think we've got a discount. That's correct. For listeners.
5: For
3: all like listeners. A,
2: for all listeners. It's like a 10% discount or something, I think is what we're going Oh, gonna we can do be
5: better than that. Better than 10 Oh sure,
2: oh okay, fifteen. Yeah, uh, eh, no? low, low. Am I low? Oh, oh yeah. Well, how about twenty percent? Twenty percent off—that's more than you can get on you get anywhere else. Twenty so. percent
5: is good, absolutely good. But I think we could do better than twenty percent as well. Wow, what? So what? What?
2: How much? What discount can we get if you're a listener to Geocache Talk?
5: Well, uh, we could do thirty percent off for the rest of the month.
2: Whoa. 30% so. oh, that uh, we kind of messed with that that was fun but yeah <laughs> um, but there's a key promo code so uh, 30% discount for listeners during March and the promo code is geocache
3: that's a hard one to figure out that, that was yeah. a, yeah. a hard one
2: um, and um, we want I want everyone I'm going to do it as well everyone go out buy some products from right in the rain they've been there have been great products. Number one, um, he's <laughs> Scott's already <laughs> ordering right now, so you good, go. thing you it, Scott. Because I, I told some people they were going to about to order. I go, eh, Wait till the end of the show before you yeah, order. <laughs> I think we're gonna give you something. So, uh, you know, they're gonna obviously, marketing people are gonna track this promo code. Um, and uh, yeah, 30% is a lot. You're right, Josh. Yeah
3: um i've been needing to buy some stuff lately anyway so i believe (laughs) it's it's great
5: you know i i love that we're able to do a discount Mm -hmm. it's it's something that you get there we go perfect yeah it's and honestly you know if if this uh if this is something that is interesting Mm -hmm. to your viewers to be able to do this uh, we can look at other ways that we can do this on the road too i mean it's geocaching and right in the rain are a lot more synonymous than uh, maybe even we realized at the beginning of this. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, and that's where like, you know, for me, I'm just an IT guy. Yeah. You know, I, am not, I'm not doing sales. I I don't run that side of things, Uh, but I love the product. And I want to make sure that if there are people out there that want to know how to use the product, that we get the resources in front of them. And something like this, your guys' podcast, what you guys do with this industry is really awesome and in the last you know month and a half or so here, as I've learned more about what you guys do, mm-hmm. how much geocaching has changed uh, since I was last in it, and I was not in it in any sense like it right. small, uh, small. It's just been cool. cool, you know. It's, it's yeah. been really neat to see the 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 community around all of this.
3: Yeah, can
2: you share it? No. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it it really is tonight. They missed it forever. No.
2: <laughs> they, they have Here's to look- the podcast. Listen to the show. Yeah, right.
5: share, share a link to the show if they want the discount code.
2: That's right. Tell them Adam go. 100. Tell them go listen. No, um, we'll make so it right. work. Yeah. <laughs> um, the the ones our cat brain, that we mentioned in the small staple ones, those are the freebies that you would get uh, yeah, in store. Yeah, the ones that
3: you, the official logo ones, those are the ones that you farmed out to headquarters and they sell it on their website, right? Yeah that may be the one they are mentioned it
2: might be or th- I think they were putting them in kits well, I think that's why
3: yeah these are
5: th- these ones here are on the geocaching website uh geocaching.com I think the yeah the small stapled notebooks these little guys here a uh, little 24 page sample notebooks these are in store mm-hmm. yeah these are in our physical store in Tacoma right. Washington right so we do have uh if you go to a trade show or anything like that you'll see these passed out like candy right um
2: but there's, there's smaller versions. If you look through the website a little bit, there's smaller ones than this. This is good for ammo can. You know, yeah. uh, I like the the smaller one you had, which was just real, real handy. Um, Reminding us
3: that we never said the code for... Did we say the code or just show it on the screen? No, we said, it. We said okay. it. Yeah, so the code is geocache for the audio listeners.
2: Yeah, there you go. Those are cool. Yeah, I like those. I like the different colors. Yeah. And it's a good size. Show that uh, versus... I think you don't have a, do you have a 146 there?
5: Or? I don't think I've got a 146 on me here. That's okay. Um, I think I've got one in the basement, but oh, think, you know what? I think I've got a, yep. I do have a 146.
2: Oh, okay. There you go. Just show yeah. it though, next to the other ones. That's oh, cool. this That's is yeah, like a, I like
5: that. Yeah. This is one of the kits that you can buy. Oh yeah. That is sweet. So this has a pen, a 146. Right. So the 135 in size.
2: There you go. There's a good. There's a good. There go.
5: Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. So, but you get uh, in the in the kit. You get the pen. You also get a nice, um, pouch to store it in. Right. So you can keep it inside of here, and you get one of our uh, 97 pens. Oh, sweet! Well. Nice. quicker pens. I like now, that.
2: Now those products, Sean, do they get treated as well that with any kind of, um, so they're water resistant to an,
5: yeah, to an extent. I mean, they're, they're, yeah, they, they will hold up just fine. They are very durable. The material that we use for them is very, very durable. Okay, cool. In fact, this is one of the, one of the things that we find with, um, these go out to the military all oh. the time. Oh, So good. the type of a kit goes out a lot, Perfect. but specifically these types of uh, pouches. So we've got those in several different colors. This one comes in black, but we get them individually. This is kind of a tan coyote tan. We've got camo prints. We've got cool. All sorts of things. <laughs> Scott. Hey, so this is our oh, clamp yeah. desk. So this is more of a binder style. Oh, wow. So I've got one of ours. I I do my woodworking plans and design and such inside of one of our larger ones. Right. So this is actually one that we don't make anymore. And I'm okay. really bummed. Uh, we made this specifically for Filson. So some of the custom printing that we do for different companies, some yeah. of them even get their own custom size. Cool. And so this is one that we don't make uh, on the website, in fact, I've got probably more items in my house that we don't sell to the general public well, because well, don't show those. <laughs> <laughs> Just well, You know, we'll do like we we have a really high. Um, whoa, I went out of focus there.
2: Oh, you're fine. Uh, yeah.
5: We we do we have a really high standard for what goes out to the general public, and so if a if a you know a, a set of our notebooks don't get. Cut perfectly in the corners, right? You know they'll go off to the side, and those will go out to employees sometimes, and right. So we end up doing something like that. Cool.
3: Very cool.
2: Awesome. Well, um, as we start to wrap up tonight, uh, we do have a couple of things we do want to mention. Yeah. Uh, other than our code, um, we uh, wanted to uh, mention about the show we had on Tuesday night, which was Gadget Talk. Um, we have two, two people so far who have published that gadget, uh, gadget cash. We went, we need one more, right, Jesse? We do. We need uh, one more
3: person that's going to do it and they'll get, are we telling them what they're getting?
2: Yeah, uh, we didn't, we haven't, we haven't uh, told anybody yet. I guess we can, we can go ahead and tell them, uh, if the, they have to get it published first. So you can't just say, I'm going to do it. Don't, yeah. don't email us. If you email us about your gadget cash, which we do love, send us photos and all that. But
3: this is what we built yeah, the other day. We built, Sean. Yeah. oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah come up, uh, 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 this it. the line, get the right and rain log out. Sign it, that's
2: sign cool. it. There you go. Sweet. Um, but um, yeah, Motorama was one of the winners. Uh, you're mm-hmm. right. Uh, we've got actually two winners. We're looking for a. Th- we're looking for the third. But you got to send us your GC code published has to be published and um we have one more winner to go uh and then we'll put it on the we're putting those on the website uh and um that's really cool so you look forward to that anything else jesse that we're
3: no i think it's great and and thanks again for working with the listeners and uh, hopefully we'll get some shopping done i know i'm going to so yeah uh,
2: yeah Yeah, don't forget the promo code if you're going to buy or you know but yeah yeah
5: absolutely no, it's, again, this is one of those things where, like, we we love seeing our products being used in mm-hmm. ways that they might not have even been originally designed to be used for. Sure. So where our notebooks are popping up has always been a fun thing for me. Anytime mm-hmm. I hear, you know, when it, we, you know, the company itself that makes Right in the Rain is called J.L. Darling.
1: So oh, that's perfect.
5: The, the, the company, J.L.D., um Jail Darling makes right in the rain products. And so anytime someone asks where I work, you know, I'll say, oh, jail Darling. i like, I have no idea what that is. I'm like, oh, well, we make right in the rain. And they're like, oh, oh, I use your <laughs> notebooks every day at work, you know, right. whatever we're doing. Or I'll, or they won't know off the, back, off the top of my head. And I'll pull my little yellow notebook out of my pocket and be like, yeah, we make these. And they're like, oh, I've seen that. Yeah. And tough. it's just cool to... To see that, you know, the yeah. so many different industries that are buying our product and using it as this is the standard issue mm-hmm. piece of equipment that every employee gets.
2: Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, cool. Sean, thank you so much uh, yeah, for being on tonight and i glad it all, everything worked out tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking about it, it's a cool, it, it really is. It's a cool product. I know a lot of people are, like you said, I'm glad we talked about the pins because we have some people that are really into the they uh, that love the different pens and I, I'm glad y'all are producing some of the pens as well. So that's really cool. So it's cool.
5: Yeah. We've always got new things coming down the line. We've always got fun things. We've got trial, you know, we've did a trial run for a, a, a pen not too long ago. Mm-hmm. I really liked, but it just didn't make sense to manufacture. Okay. It's always one of those like, ah, yeah. okay, we'll do a different one. But yeah. yeah. So it's we're, we're constantly growing, constantly adding new notebooks, finding new industries where it makes sense.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
5: I know that back in the day, we used to have ones that were about uh, half the size of this little square. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um oh, okay. oh, yeah. are notebooks that were blank on the inside as well. But those were geocaching notebooks as well. Okay. So five years ago, when I started at the company, Mm-hmm. Uh, I grabbed a couple of those out of a box of like, oh, we don't need these anymore kind of things. Right. But I couldn't find it in my box downstairs. I was bummed. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's neat though. You know, maybe, you know, like you said, over time, maybe we'll see more, more products that might be kind of related or. Yeah. And we can talk to people about what we'd kind of like to see, you know, people have talked about the fan ones, you know, maybe there's something that could be done someday um, for, for geocaching. But yeah, again, thank you so much, Sean. Oh, my uh, pleasure. Been a lot of fun. Um, yeah. So, a uh, couple of things about upcoming shows, real quick. Um, next week is our Mingo Madness geocaching mega announcement. Does that make sense, Jesse? I
3: mean, you know, everybody knows it's coming. So, and that's that's Sean. That's what we mentioned earlier on uh, the show. That's where they're going to use the you know 150, 200 of them, and they're going to put out a big a big trail for people to go and get. So, that's awesome.
5: Yeah. yeah.
2: And then um, on on March eleventh we got another Wednesday uh, podcast, our monthly podcast, Geocaching with Kids, mm-hmm. third month, and so really looking forward to that from Derek uh, and see uh, uh, who he has this month. In two weeks, uh, I'll be coming back from Texas Challenge, uh, ammo can in hand, Jesse. So
3: yes, I know. Forward I know. to
2: that. Uh, I know. I'm sorry you won't be there, but we're uh be t- we're going to talk about log logs a little bit geocaching profiles probably more right
3: yeah uh, yeah
2: some geocaching profile yeah i think we're going to
3: talk about kind of uh how to on the website everybody has their own profile web page right so uh we're talk about how to add a little extra to that and clean it up and it's kind of your own it's your calling card right so we're yeah. gonna, we're talking about how to how to spruce that up a little bit
2: Right, and maybe how to when you when you actually sign not the right in the rain log, but when you sign online, maybe some ideas of what people can do uh, for logs as well. Kind of kind of goes hand in hand with profiles. Mm-hmm. Do that, and then in three weeks, I'm very excited to tell you everyone that we're going to be talking with Julio Valero Gomez. He is a geocacher in Spain, mm-hmm. so we're going to do a special show. Uh, 3 p.m. I, I did. Confirm with him, Jesse. 3 PM works. Yeah, International
3: show. So we have, to, yep. we have to do a little different time than normal.
2: Yep. Yep. So uh be it'll be ten o'clock his time, but he, he said that he's good with that 3 p.m. Um love doing international shows and uh it'll be fun. We're gonna talk about the mega coming up uh in his area and kind of get a get a feel for what's it like to geocache in in his his part of the world. So that'll mm-hmm. be fun see what kind of products, uh, what kind of containers they end up using in Spain. So that's always neat to to hear about. So, all right. And we are done for the night. Let me do our outro and we will see you guys later. That, sorry about that, Sean. I cut you off again. You're saying,
1: okay. didn't warn him ahead of time. That's two weeks in a row I've done
2: that where I, where somebody was trying to go say goodnight or whatever, and I cut them right off when I do the video. <laughs> uh, we'll all do that together. Oh, so, fine. We'll tell everybody, good thanks, good. thanks again, Sean, and tell everybody good we'll say goodnight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good night, everybody. Mm-hmm.